whisper that's what they call it dude my 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 polish grandfather and my father are so fucking loud dude oh i bet yeah dude, my father's loud he's my hearing dad, sucks my from dad music is shit. so loud he is uh, well did I he go to a lot of concerts right yeah he's so that's, deaf too so that's why my pops was working in music concerts all the time running a club and never earplugged it like most people did oh, back I then i don't earplug yeah. it well i do Fuck. i do every night all my friends do really dude, oh, even yeah. when i played music i i, I had musician earplugs made that you know were kind of customized the size yeah. of your ear the skin color they let in the good sounds out the bad so i use those for all my music ears i use them now on tour when i'm on stage so i can fucking it's so funny you bring that up like i i've never used them and whatnot and uh, like my friends i hang out with like my my uh my whole f- friendship circle, all the guys I hang Dude, out good, with, good they wear them. Oh no, we have my uh, my uh, my buddy. He, he um we call him Grandma because he does like he's he's like thirty five, you know, but he does a bunch of grandma shit. Like he comes shit. out, to, like he came out to the show today, and he pulls out these perfect little red earbuds that <laughs> is like they were custom made for him. I'm I like, mean, you're such a grandma. <laughs> I, I don't, dude, I don't blame him, man. Like, that's smart shit. Like, Yo, dude, hey, you want to be mother- 50 and have hearing. That's right. Exactly if you hang out with older dudes from music shit from back then, unless you're looking at them dead in the eye, they can't hear you. You know, if if they're looking to the side, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, we have a pyro guy who's probably in his 40s, who's my homie on, on the Slayer crew. Yeah. And he, he, I scream his name. He fucking will not hear me unless oh, yeah. he's looking dead at me. Dude, I'm so fucking paranoid. I hear something like rake Same or here. hey. Same I think here. it's Jake and I fucking turn around. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the day to where I can't hear anything from oh. all the never wearing earbuds. And Dude, shit I always like do it now. I love it. I remember it's when good. I was a kid, though, like how. You know, I, I used to go to a lot of monster truck shows because my dad, <gasps> my dad would work them Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh yeah, the Monster Jam. You know, he would work them, and Bigfoot. It was so. Fu- oh yeah, it was so fucking loud though. Oh dude, I'm and, sure. But nowadays, it's been, what, what, I'll stand next to a PA during a Slayer show. Oh, like Christ, nothing. Oh. You know, they, they, the Monster Truck game is pretty strong in Texas, huh? I don't think anymore. I it think was. It's uh I, don't, I think that it's never was it's strong. Monster in the eighties, it was popular. In the eighties, though, I remember being a kid, seeing all the commercials and shit. And Grave, the, digger. Grave digger. There was, Grave digger. There was there was Grave digger. Um, there was Bigfoot. There was uh, what was there? So they would there always was, advertise the one that was like turns into a four story breathing dragon. There was a there was a monster. The motocross sports speedway. What was it? There was Monster Patrol. That was oh. a. And was, was there one, one called Predator? Or am I tripping? Yeah, it was El Toro Loco. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the blue Sands. one that was like the most popular? Shit, that's vague as fuck. <laughs> no, no. There was like it was like it was a cartoon. It was the main oh, one. Fuck. I don't know. That blue. Um, uh, Bigfoot was blue at one. Oh, point, maybe that's man. Bigfoot then. Yeah. Shit. That fucking monster truck rallying Texan voice that you're hearing. Is a damaged goods alum, my good friend, a music touring fucking connoisseur, veteran, young OG, my man Kyle Stokes. I say hi, Kyle. What an intro! And we're Hello, in, everybody. We're in uh, <laughs> steamy Austin, Texas. It's fucking. It's not like this usually. It's all right. We deal. We're dealing with it. It's a little muggy, a little sticky, but we're cooling. We keep it. Kyle is going to be my volume police, so I don't get too loud tonight, which I have a tendency to do. 
You're good though. Just look at me. Just look at me dead in the eyes. We check. I can tell you that. I could never tell like Rich that. Oh well, yeah. Some hey, some people you know you you can tell certain things, and some you can't. And some people will listen and hear it. And uh, actually, kind of want to be the guy who will listen and hear it. Not I'll be upset at that moment when you tell me something. But if I actually consider it seriously yeah. down the line, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to, that's a good idea. Maybe I should do that. Maybe think like a human being, you know? How- <laughs> that's a, that's called self-reflection. A lot of people yeah. don't like to do that. That's why people like who don't, I, we talked about this, I think, last episode. Dudes who don't like to smoke weed, but say they like to drink or do blow or some shit, but no mushrooms, no yeah. weed. Those are all Everyone's self-reflective drugs, though. Yeah. They might do other things because they don't want to think. You know, people who are like, it makes me paranoid or things like that. Well, it's like they don't want to think about things about themselves or how they interact. Like most of the shit, most of the Slayer crew, every I mean, that's weird. That's a weed smoking crew there, oh, yeah. and, and that's very that's true. That's how everyone gets is calm because of yeah because of that. And I mean, it'd be chaotic if yeah if that wasn't around. I think it was like that with with most things now. I mean, it, it's 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 uh you know, everyone's got their own everyone's got their own they thing do, they do they do you in, know in the, what makes them happy and you know as long as they can be a human being and realize what they're doing and knowing that's not going to get in the is, way. What I, what I, what I like think about when I think about this and the point I think I made recently is like, you, you just said it, like it makes them think about things, right? The, the guy who maybe he's like a hedge fund manager or he's a fucking stockbroker or he's selling shady stocks. He's out there to get that fucking money in a suit, young dude drinking rebels, slick back hair, downtown yeah. New York. Maybe he's drinking. Maybe he's doing blow and things like that. He but probably he, is. But he's making money, and maybe he's stepping on some toes. Maybe he's not making it the cleanest way. Maybe he's not being great to people. But he don't care because he's not thinking about it. He's not reflecting, right? And you do some substances like hallucinogens, psychedelics, ganja. It's business too, it, though. But, well, but it makes you reflect on things. At least for me, most people I know, I always I question things about myself. What I'm doing is this right? Is this good? Did I, was I cool to these people? Am I interacting well in my community? Yeah, that's your conscience. You know, yeah, it's always but, good to have that conscience. But I think those too. substances make you enter that conscience. Totally. Some totally. actually keep you away from it. Like drinking, you're not that. You always drink to forget, right? That's what I do. You want to sad or I'm stressed? I, I used to. I well, used to. I used to drink to forget. Now, I mean, it's to the point to where I, I can. I can control, but like if, yeah, if I want to get drunk, if you I'm, were yeah. like you go funerals or sad, exactly. like, you oh, do that, yeah. it, it takes us out of it, right? Yeah. No it's, one's doing blow sitting there out. thinking about shit. They're like too busy feeling confident and cool. Exactly. But if you if you're having a bad day or a stressful thing or, or some sad shit, and you sat alone and smoked weed, it'll fuck you up. Unless you're like watching a cool show or do, like doing some shit. If you smoke the, some Steve, oh sativa. yeah, that's exactly right. No, but uh, I can you can you can be in. What smoke a good indica, man? It'll yeah, yeah. it'll take your worries right away. That's true. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, you know people need to know what they're ingesting and, and what it's going to do. Not, you know, I get this. I get this a lot. You know, and I don't know if it's primarily from uh, non weed smokers or it, but mostly it's the people people I talk to that don't smoke pot. And I'm like, okay, well, why why don't you? Well, it's always a it, good question it, it to ask. Makes me paranoid. Yeah. Why does it make you paranoid? Well, when I smoke it, it makes me. Th- well, you, I don't think you know what you're smoking. Mm-hmm. Well, no, all we do. No, 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 it's not. It's not the way it works, man. That's uh, it's it's complete. It's a legit science right now. Yeah. It, it, there's so much uh, technology that's yeah, gone like into any this. Medication. Any anything you need. All right, and if you want to use something that's going to alleviate your pain or your yeah. anxiety or whatever, and you don't want to take a, a prescription drug. I mean, per legal, though, in what state you're in. True, true, <laughs> you true. Know? State to state. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it, it, 
there's there's really no reason though to why uh someone sh- uh should prefer like a pharmaceutical yeah, over I, mean, I, I think it, uh, when they don't especially well the people are so ignorant about it though yeah like well i think that's it's because they've been told their whole life if it comes from these guys, it's cool. Don't worry. Your doctor's not going to fucking steer you wrong. The pharmacy's not going to steer you wrong. These pharmaceutical companies raping you are not going to steer you wrong. We're the good guys. Weed is a fucking evil you know, street drug, money, right? Man. So, you know, people people have no problem with booze, right? It's cool. It's celebrated. It's encouraged. It's, the, worst things for you it's too. the most unhealthy drug out of all of these, yeah. maybe next to heroin. Way worse than fucking uh, marijuana, hallucinogens, cocaine, whatever. But it's it's no one freaks out because it's been it's all good. Well, at one point it was looked down and, upon. And worse it was than illegal. Anything. No, oh, yeah. I just talked about this somehow. That shit was fucking the crack. That was the heroin. That was it illegal. Was. It was. And at one point, weed was legal. At one point, cocaine was legal. So you, you know you what, what time period? You know, like what time period are you looking at? You know, like people have these funny things because they were raised with it being this or, or that. You know, that I mean, there's a lot of people too that are you know aren't curious you know like they they've been such pounded into their heads with one thing and i don't like for me i'm a curious person you know yeah. i try whatever i can do you know? i mean not <laughs> i say I that i use i use that seriously sure. but you know i i, I want to know if this is if i like this or if i don't like this like i'm not gonna make a blanket statement about something that i'd I really don't know anything yeah. about if I haven't tried it. You Are you not going to eat Chilean sea bass just because? No. Are you not going to try these fucking sweet potatoes? You, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you might right. want to. It's curiosity. And you know, that's a good. That's an interesting uh, point you bring up, Kyle. Because I have like, you know what I mean? Somebody who who doesn't drink or do drugs, right? There's a, there's only two of those. There's a guy who did too much right. and he has to be sober, and this kid who's never done. Or the one that was like, eh, I tried it, and I didn't like it. Which is like weird. Rare. They, they, they yeah. usually you usually will end up trying something you There's like. And bottom. like yo, know, if if you grew up in maybe your household or your parents, those who raised you were fucked up on drugs or alcohol, or using a lot. There's only two ways I see people going out of it. They either use it because it was normalized in their growing up. Right. Like, like that's my situation. It was so normal that I never looked at it. Funny. Oh, same here. It's I either never, that or it was it, it, you. You were upset or angry that you went fucking all the way straight and like I'm all my mom drinks or my dad does this so I'm never gonna do it yeah. I don't wanna be like that but you either go one or the other rarely is that kid who grows up in that situation media like a, a moderating you know what I'm saying yeah mediating and, moderating and, but at the end of the day though everyone does have their their, their free will though you know yeah, like, oh I, yeah I, and I, that, I, I agree with that 100% you know, I, I've, I know I have a lot of friends and I even came from a you know a household to where you know, this is not good or that's not good. And I wanted to, uh, well, why is it not good? Or, or I want to try it. You know, it makes mm-hmm. me want it even more and more yeah. and more. And I Curiosity, feel like, you know, man. when that, that type of stage, uh, when, when you get curious is to when all the bad shit's getting pounded into your, not bad shit, but all, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything that is, for the person that's uh, raising you, or they're they're your or the, proprietor, the you know, they're pounding, schools, yeah, they're pounding that churches. this is bad into your head, or yeah. that's bad into your head. And they always, you know, oh, yeah, tell I, you the whole truth. Well, I remember, you know, taking the D.A.R.E. program. Oh, dude, fight, uh, yeah. It's just like, and I was so for it and whatnot and this or that. Really? 
and at what the point? Because I was in fifth grade or yeah, sixth that's grade. when they usually in, in mass they gave us like fifth and sixth grade. And I found out my dad had been smoking pot my whole life, and then I smoked pot, and then Dude, the every, everyone, everyone smokes pot, and it's like every, yeah. all this shit is a joke because these cops that are preaching to yeah. me about. And, Alcohol and this or that, they're getting drunk and fucked up on the goddamn when they're not on the job. What happens with that double standard? uh, It's like this like they tell you all these things that are bad, right? Especially they tell you fucking weed, it's the worst, it's gonna turn you crazy, it's terrible. And then that fucking kid turns 12 or 13 or whatever after after the dare program, he does smoke some ganja. And he doesn't freak out and kill himself, and he's fine. In fact, he maybe did some really good shit. Maybe he fucking did a sick art project that gives him an A, or he starts doing whatever. Yeah. So then they're like, well, these motherfuckers were lying to me about the weed. What about all the other shit? Maybe they're lying to me about that. And then they go and do some crazy dumb shit. They might yeah. do some shit that is bad for you. So you got to be, they're not honest with everything. Everything's not all bad. Weed is not the gateway drug. If this gateway drug is fucking alcohol, that's the one that you alcohol, can buy. Alcohol is the. That's the one you can buy everywhere that you're fucking, some kid's parents will give to his underage kid. You get it at graduations, birthdays, all that shit. Square ass families will let you drink around them. For, for, oh, the corniest, weirdest, square ass fucking hardcore Christians. It would, always, it would always crack me up, like you know, being in in high school and whatnot, and going to high school parties that the parents are hosting, and they're buying alcohol for all of us and all the kids and whatnot illegally. God forbid, using cannabis. Oh, but we had the guys that would, uh, the guys that would. Uh, Smoke smoke weed at the party and not drink. Oh, they're never coming back to our house again. Yeah, right. Fucking goddamn well, devils. Well, why not? Well, they're well, they're they're smoking pot over there. And I, oh, well, you're buying a bunch of illegal, a bunch of alcohol for these miners here, and uh, these guys aren't even drinking. And I, we, there's a there's a, such a double standard there. You know, yeah. it's like and and it's true. It's a lot of it comes from, and I mean. A lot of it comes from your, here's what I'm going to say. A lot of it comes from your upper white class fucking suburbia type people. Like that's how they think. I mean, mean, there's even, even like some uh, middle and lower class people who maybe they get shit pumped into them from a a church going community or, or whatever. Or they, even if they live in less than desirable communities, they look at what's around them and they, they think the the scourge of the, the neighborhood is the drug, so right. they get really fucking tight trying to protect the kids. And Well, when you talk about that, though, and the neighborhoods and whatnot, uh, that has to do with families. Oh, yeah, for sure. With how someone turns out and what they do. Yeah. I mean, rarely somebody, some kid's going to grow up into the projects without a dad that's going to be successful. I mean, that's just, 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 I'm not like, I'm not like trying to, no, you, I, I follow statistics. Yeah, okay? yeah, the odds get stacked against you. It's hard. Okay? Yes. I don't yeah. like. That's a rare occasion that that's going to happen. You know, like True. so. Parents are a big families. Yeah. I should say, or whatever, whoever's raising you, yeah. huge influence on how someone is going to turn out and how they're going to think. Okay, no, two parents. Okay, is essentially. I, I mean, it's it's so important for how a kid is going to be. Yeah, I mean that a kid that's raised by a, a you know a single a single parent, yeah. you know, like that's no dude, statistics no, are okay. It, that, it, it, you're right, that, even yeah. All right, continue, no, no, yeah. but I'm saying even if you like didn't even look at the statistics. Um, and by the way, statistics in 
specifically are two of the hardest words for me to pronounce. Oh, I always yeah. say specifically like I'm talking about a map. Yeah, and statistics, so. I just said it like that. I say statistics. I can't fucking say it. Statistics so statistics versus. aside, you're right because you, if, you, if you just think about it, right? If you're, if you're a fucking son who grows up with his mother only, or even if you flip it, you, you're a daughter who grows up with her dad. Even, either way, even if you're dad uh, and son, mom, daughter, whatever, you, you lack the presence of that other uh, parent uh, that kind of, I don't gives you an understanding of how to mentor, how you're gonna basically yeah. interact with that other gender and shit. You know, you hear things about daddy issues, mama's boys, That's things right. like that. That's real shit. Those are just slang terms for psychological shit. It's a real deal. Well, you know, discipline is great too, as well. I mean, like you, you know, you well, yeah, see, well, lack thereof or hard discipline, and and and, and that's. That's exactly I mean, dude, right. When I used know? to teach, uh, like yeah, kindergarten and first grade, you yeah. could always tell who was disciplined at home and who wasn't. You know, it's a lot of these kids, you know, are, they're not being told what's right and what's wrong and, and whatnot. It's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's more of a, a slap on the wrist than no, you can't do this again. Oh, well, it's, yeah. I just, this is, I, I did this one time and this is all that happened. I can go ahead and do it again. And then, then that progresses into something else to something worse to something worse. And then, yeah. then you're in a world of, of shit. <laughs> it's like weird, like on, on tours, right? Like music tours on the road. Uh, people always have like ideas that it's like, you know, backstage, fucking sex, drugs, rock and roll, and oh, which, which in some periods in time, oh, different yeah. exists. it still does to a degree. Had here, some but fun it, times. Of course, <laughs> and you, of course, cause we've been out there, but it's not what everyone I think that, always thinks. That's right. But you know, what's always interesting to me is like, I don't know if you've ever had dudes like this on, on a tour with you or whatever. The people who, and not to say that you have to fucking do any of this crazy shit to tour and do music, but like people who don't drink, smoke, party, kick with chicks, whatever, unless they were like dudes who had to go sober because they went too hard. I mean, we have, That's different. We but do I mean, have some guys who, like that. And I've though, met them, yeah. but it's always interesting to me. They're out there. It's a, it's a hard environment to stay away from that unless you're the guy who had to go sober. They're also you the know? most grumpiest ones too. Yeah, well, that's true too, you know. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a long, stressful day, and you, some people smoke weed on one. Some people like to go holler at some ladies, or some people drink, or some people do whatever they do. Work out, but you yeah. need something because you got to let all that fucking negative energy come out of you before it comes out of the wrong. Misappropriate that anger, you know. Well, this is the business that you and I are in, you know, is it's a it's kind of you know it's kind of like the military in a sense. It's it's it's, it's like a one percent like. One percent thing, like there's not a lot of people can handle it, can handle the stress, mm. and so it to me it kind of if I if I see someone that's sober and straight on a tour and that's happy, it's it's impressive. It's so impressive to me. It really is. Like it, it kind of it's like you can find this much joy with this much stress still it, without. Yeah. And all of us are back as soon as I'm we're done. Like God, we got to get a joint or, or a yeah. shot. You know. I am, oh, I, I get I envious of those. Jealous. I've toured with those guys. There's so many tours I've, I've been on with with crew guys like that, and I get so stressed out. To oh, I got to go smoke yeah, a joint, and yeah. and to them, you know, they don't do any of that, but they they find other little ways, and I find the easy way to, no, I guess you could say, what, to cop out. Which I don't. I mean, it's whatever. Everyone, so what? Uh, what? When I think of those situations and those people, sometimes I think that like have those people never have they always been in kind of a mellow situation if they never had any crazy things that do stress them out so they like so if i'm sorry if i'm sharing you've already shared this on the on the podcast before so so kyle um is a an army vet he's served a couple tours in afghanistan 
highly fucking stressful situations, more severe than most people's shit. Uh, every day. And then there's other people who've tour, who've had stressful things in life. Maybe you grew up in a crazy household. Maybe you were involved in some illegal shit. Whatever it is. If you've been in stressful situations, I wonder, is it like, are, is, are you more likely to get stressed and snap because you've been through things? Does it raise your fucking blood pressure? Or do you think people that are mellow are always mellow because they it's didn't a, have to deal a, with I it? I think it's a different, it's a different type of reaction. Like, me, I mean, I'm I'm just speaking for myself. Me, I can snap at the drop of a hat, you know. But I do that with if you know, like I'm counting mercy in the night and something's not right or whatever this or that, you know. And then I'll lose my cool immediately. Yeah. But if something we were, if something were to like legitimately happen, like there, there's a, a situation. Yeah, there's a real situation. In the my mind doesn't my mind kind of automatically goes back to uh, it goes back to sure. being in the military. It, it, it sets right back to where it's okay. This is muscle memory now. Yeah. There's focused. something that's not right. This is, this is more important I have to assess everything right now. I have to look at everything that's going on around me. I have to, I, a, I have to make sure I'm, I'm good. Number one. And then yeah. B, whoever's around me, I got to make sure they're good, but I have to take a step back. Okay. And, assess everything mm. but it's 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 kind of funny though how that how the, that muscle the less memory intense works, shit makes though. you more stressed but it's the so real funny. serious like, shit you're it's better a, it's, at it's like it clicks in some weird way in in my brain to where you know it'll it'll something small like that'll make me snap but something big that'll happen i can oh man i can i can take it on man here we go bring I, it I uh, I completely agree and empathize with you because I'm very similar in the same way. Like some real intense, serious shit. I don't ever stress. I don't get anxiety about it. I'm just reacting almost like second nature. Right. But then there's certain things that are a little less intense that give me anxiety, will give me stress, will be fucking, maybe slightly out of my control. And I'm just thinking about, oh, fuck, you know, what am I going to do? That yeah. shit works. I get worked up. But when shit really is about to go down, there's no time. To have anxiety or stress, right. so you either fucking panic and lose it, or you you just like I'm I've, I'm like you, I'm way better in a high stress situation. Me although too. I'm not even in the fucking army or any shit like that. Well, it's like but, you, you can also see someone's character like that too. How like you can pick out a leader in a situation, like okay, who's you know who's who's someone that's you know I can I can. I can really ride with it yeah, and right. whatnot. You know, you can. Oh, you're a fa- I mean, like, it, oh, you, you, can you're, tell, you can tell someone's character by what makes them stress and how how easily they get stressed out or how they react to a certain situation. I mean, like, oh yeah, man. Like when see it all the when time. you were, if, you know, if you don't mind my asking, when you were like in the army and shit, was there ever people maybe in your uh, your platoons or whatever it is? You really just like fuck. That's a weak link in the chain. Like, yeah, and oh, yeah. and so does that person get ostracized? Does everyone kind of notice? No, you, and, and you, you, how you do can't. You, do you, you do? can't do it. You just try to pick them back up yeah, and help them because you're you're only as strong as your weakest link, especially when it comes to that because it's such a high stress situation that you don't have a choice but to yeah. make sure your battle buddy's good. You know, make sure the guy that's next to you. Is is you know he's having he's having a bad time, but you go talk to him. You make sure is because we're all in this this stressful situation. You know we all have loaded weapons with us the whole time. We're all can snap at any second and then just yeah. do something to be on the fucking five o'clock news or on algebra algebra or Jazeera uh, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's so you kind of you fall into uh, that 
you know, that uh, I, I guess nurturing would be the word, uh, or you just, yeah, you, no, you're caring yeah. for your you're caring yeah. for your battle buddy. Okay, trying to help him improve. Even, and... even if it's pissing you off that he's being the weak link or whatnot, you realize the environment that you're in, and you you have to deal with it delicately. Yeah. You know, because people's some people's minds are very fragile, and some people when they get put into this situation into a war zone, you know, you get put into, uh, your 10,000 feet, uh, you know, and on top of a mountain in a war zone. All right. With no one that speaks your language in some other man's country with a gun strapped to your chest. Yeah. That, I mean, you gotta be ready for some action or something. So that's gonna, it's gonna do something to you a little bit. And I mean, it's up to you how you deal with it, but you're also have to count on everyone around you you know to bring you back up yeah that's just you that's your duty it's your job as a soldier as a serviceman of this country all right you know if if someone's weak okay whatever you you fucking help them if you don't you know and you let them suffer you fucking are a disgrace to this country you're a disgrace to that fucking uniform that's it how dare you ever put that uniform on it's like it's a kind of like an empowering um sentiment to have you know it's like you're very, it's a very communal thought process. You know, you're really trying to make sure. I think people would, you know, conjure up like a like full metal jacket or some shit, you know, when they, yeah. fucking, you know, beat the shit out of the homeboy. And, uh, that happens too, man. You know, and I'm sure it does. Yeah. And like that happens in That's other, a complete different thing, other group, uh, elements, you know, maybe not the military, but you know, that shit happens. But I think in such a severe situation, like you're discussing a war zone, you can't have somebody feeling fucking left out or hurt, angry or upset at you guys. You got to make everyone tight. So, right. but so that brings out a lot of, uh, out of the character of all the other people because you, you you're frustrated, you maybe irritated, you're angry, you're pissed, whatever. But you have to overcome that, right? Like you said, you have to figure out how it's, can I make my unit tighter and get this dude on his exactly shit. Exactly right. At, at the end of at the end of all of it, you know, it's are you are you weak minded or strong minded? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. because you're. You know, your battle buddies can only do so much. You know, you got to, when it's stressful, I mean, you got to really dig deep, okay, and get through it. It, You you know what you, you got to know what you signed up for. You know, I mean, if, can't does, be that blind going does into Does anybody, it. like, does it ever hit them like, holy shit, what did I get myself yeah, into? Yeah, it hit me. Really? Yeah, it didn't when, to me. When did it hit you? First day of fucking boot camp. First day of boot camp. First day. You know, like I, 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 I get on the plane and then I'm, Fuck. I, I'm like, okay, this is a new part of my life, and I fly into, uh, fucking Fort Benning, and I, I'm, right, as soon as I get to the airport, there's all these fucking guys in the camouflage uniform with the round hats, just snapping at you, and then just screaming and yelling, Damn. and then I get on the bus. We fucking drive all the way to. We drive all the way to to boot camp, you know, to to Fort Benning, and that night I'm laying in my bunk and I'm like, "How the fuck, Jesus, dude, bro?" Like, wake up calls at zero four. We got to go run five miles, and then you guys got a PT test, and then uh, and then it's that's just the routine for three months. I was every morning. I woke up going, what so the what about fuck am I doing? When you first were like, uh, what do you call it, like deployed or, or whatever, mm-hmm. 
that didn't fucking double freak you out then too? Or was that like it a second freak no, out? Because, because you were, boot camp does get you ready that much. It, so when it's you supposed to. Bit, well, the, the whole point of boot camp is boot camp is it's supposed to strip you down completely. So yeah, yeah. when you go there, they they break down your they break you down, rebuild you to where way. yeah, like, you're, I was you're like, dirt. You're I lower was like liken it to like a pimp with a hoe. No disrespect. Yeah, but right, no, I'm yeah. saying like you know, break you down and build you back up. So that's, you're reliant and obedient right. and disciplined on my call. That's exactly right. I mean, it's like in, in a way, you know, it's it's uh it's, we're all fucking robots and, and when it comes to the military. like it's, it's And that's it's what just, they need. They need you to be able to take orders and not question exactly the answers right. and shit. Yeah, exactly they don't need a right. philosopher or a fucking revolutionary or a writer. They need soldiers. Make, and you got to follow orders and act like uh, on call and handle shit like a goddamn machine, I imagine. That's that's the name of the game. You know, yeah. That's why I only did four years because I couldn't take only it. Only four years. That. Dude, that's yeah. fucking four. That's a long fucking time. It was, man. I, mean, I thought I it, whenever, it ever. It's like whenever I... I, I got in. I was like, man, I have fucking four more years so of wait, bullshit. You you had oh, you were a marine? No, I was no. in the army. But you have to do four off rip. It, I mean, the way it works. I mean, some people can get away with only doing like three years or two years, whatever contract they sign and whatever the recruiter has to offer him. You know, so oh, you the recruiter's like the, always going to shoot you the best deal possible because best he's like, deal meaning like he's a used car shit? salesman. You know, oh, whatever man. contract he can give you for the army, so you're his. Mm. He's making commission off you, you know. Mm, so I didn't know that. Fuck yeah. what? And so, so every recruiter, like as many motherfuckers as they get just, to recruit, they the, get a cut. Yeah, they, that's the, that's the way yeah. it works. They're like a used car salesman, you know. That's it's fucking, a, their whole know job is to recruit people to be in the military. I thought it was, they were doing that just to get motherfuckers no, in the military, no, they so they have, get they a don't cut. Have a choice. No, that's 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 Fuck. how you think of rec- recruiting works. You know, like that's how recruiting process goes. Most people, you know. The, the the main target is going into a school and finding the kid who doesn't have a lot of direction, does not go into college, and you know you got this guy in the uniform that's gonna hey yeah. we'll pay for your college, we'll yeah. pay for this or that, we'll pay for your mom's uh, medical insurance, whatever. Just give just give up four years of your life, you know, and become a fucking robot. And so like when you. Joined, did you know you were going to have to go serve like a tour of duty? Of course. Oh, so I was you, in, you was, was in a hard, yeah, we were in yeah. a, I was in, we were in a, shit. we were in a, uh, get that agua, get heart. that agua, dude, yeah, that's fucking gnarly. It was a, um, I knew within the, as soon as boot camp was over, I was like, I'm probably getting deployed in six months and the fucking A, that's what happened. Ah, damn. I, I'm going to ask you a question that, uh, I've asked other people who have served before in the, just, you know, give me your honest answer. Don't get mad at me. Don't jump across the fucking table. Nah, nah, you're good. Out of all, like, uh, war movies, what one or which ones off the top of your head are the most accurate, realistic, you felt actually fucking showed the experience to its most realistic degree? You know, that's hard to say because a lot of... bringing up movies. A lot of... (laughs) Yeah, no, a lot of fucking war movies. Like, the, the best ones... Or, you yeah, know, I'm not asking the best ones, but well, the most realistic that, but for like you. The, the best ones that were the most realistic that I know of are ones that didn't happen during my time. Yeah, not, not Vietnam. A, movies yeah, like Hamburger Hill and Yo, whatnot. Dude, so peep game. High school. I have a fucking class called War. My professor's name was, uh, teacher's name, something Cirillo. He served in Nam. He was in the Tet Offensive. Cool motherfucker. Hippie dad dude, but served in Nam. He said the most realistic fucking Nam movie. Hamburger Hill. Yeah. Maybe not the best, but the most. He's like, that's what it was like. Oh, it's yeah. a good flick, too. It's maybe not as epic as a lot of these. 
Yeah, yeah. fucking loud voice. It's not as epic as some of the most well-known Vietnam movies, but it is a good flick. And apparently, as you just fucking uh, corroborated, yeah. it's the most realistic. I can't, but I can't fucking there any think w- of one though. Like that, I was going to ask what is, movies uh, that took place either in uh, the first Desert Storm or Iraq or Afghanistan. That no, because I never experienced that. I was I was in Afghanistan only, and the only there's there was there's no movie that but I have seen that. What are the movies seen. that took place in Afghanistan? A lot of the corny ones I probably didn't see because I'm a uh, movies. Which, uh, me too. I'm trying. Like, it's not me. Like, I, I never saw a fucking Lone Survivor. Like, I never like, seen. Uh, well, that this, this is a little bit. That was more of on on a, a, a that might not even be this, yeah, this one, yeah. and, But they reenacted that pretty well. You know, I've talked with Marcus Luttrell, and uh, I know Danny Dietz's mother, uh, who uh, was one of the guys the that was guys killed, flick, oh. who was killed in the flick. I know his mom very well, and they they she said they portrayed it very well. Um, the movie that I hate the most is Hurt Locker. Yeah, I hate that movie. Yeah, it's a like, fucking I'm not a huge fan of uh, Homegirl, the director. And uh, she did another one. Well, she did the, like, the one where they, uh, fuck, what's it called? I don't know. Another fucking war one where they capture or kill Bin Laden, the SEAL team one. It was a couple years after that. I forget what it was called. I didn't like I thought Hurt Locker was rehashing a very fucking um, played out theme of not just like anyone that's in the military but with it's a cop or a fucking it's like the guy who's been in so long and he just can't leave the life he and, just and, keep and, going and back. the funny thing about it is it's like that doesn't fucking happen the guy that's been in so long is not a goddamn he's 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 in charge the fu- like the scene where he's not still like, like, like the, the scene where the sergeant slapped this the sergeant first class <laughs> in the real army even if you're deployed you fucking Put your hands on your fucking senior dude. Your yeah. your ass is fucked, man. Like what? what you go to like a what do they call it? The parade or some the shit? United States Army. You don't disrespect your seniors or your leader. But I'm saying, right? what's the fucking? What do they reprimand you with? Like some jaily shit? Some fucking? Yeah, you get Article 15. You could uh, get a. What's court that for, that for us laymen's Article 15? Article 15. So military has a list of articles one through whatever. I can't. And it's everything that. It goes against your contract, what you signed up to do. All right. So whatever, you know, article you break, I mean, there's a number for it, you know, so, mm. uh, and so I, I can't, it's been so yeah. long. I can't name all, <laughs> all of them off though, but, uh, uh, it's it goes against your contract and what you, what you've signed so up for. So that mean they like, take money away. They fucking put you in jail. They'll, they'll, so they'll, they'll, they'll take you. They'll take. They'll take your money away. What they'll do is they'll they'll uh, uh, probably give you a, a lot. It depends on the severity of, of the situation. If you know if it's really bad, you'll get uh, most of your pay taken away. God damn. Uh, you'll be put on uh, duty. Like uh, shitty work jobs. Yeah, and you'll only get four hours of sleep a night. God All damn right. it. Why would you want to deprive? Look, this is what I never understood, and, and pardon me for being fucking ignorant. If I wanted to have a, a, a bunch of dudes and, and women in my fighting unit, my very important people, they have to do certain things, and I need them energized and strong, and I want them well-rested, why am I going to deprive them of sleep? They're going to be worse at what I need them to do. It's 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 different because Isn't that person fucked up really bad. But yeah, but can you just make them work harder during the day? Do you still want them to be like good enough to work that shit? You want them to punish them for it? The way Plus, it works, man. I know, I know, yeah. but I'm just saying. It just seems like an inefficient way to... I mean, you punish them for it sure. Punish is. them, but like you need to feed them and rest them. You know, the, cra- the crazy thing about it is, is the soldier that's always getting into that punishment it's never going to learn because yeah. they don't care they're usually it's it's they're usually the ones that are getting kicked out early you know for mm. failing drug tests or fucking how often they drug test you all it's, it's random yeah yeah random like usually whenever we come home from leave we'll get a drug test and whatnot do dudes get like uh the inside word the heads up to like pass that shit or know about it coming so they can 
you know, get some other piss or some shit? Or is nah. it just like, so everyone just plays it straight, yeah. just drinks all the booze, but nothing else just because you never know. That's exactly right. Because I know people like in certain things, uh, you know, certain professions or whatever you want to call them where there are drug tests, but they always know so they can plan for it. It doesn't, yeah, in the Army, it's just, it's the way it usually works is whenever you show up to formation, they'll call out, you know, just a random group of people. And then usually when they call you out, you're like, well, I'm either getting drug tested or breathalyzed, you know. (laughs) Breathalyzed, you guys. Well, yeah, you can't show up to to work drunk. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So that's a lot of soldiers. A lot of soldiers have that problem. You guys can drink on your off time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Breathalyzing, fuck. I've never had to do that. I used to do that all the time. I would get so fucked up. And then had to be at PT at zero six a.m. Still fucked up. Jesus. Going to bed at four and then going to run five miles. But I was, I was I'm still young. Yeah, I'm twenty six, yeah. but I was nineteen when I was doing that shit. Fuck this. Oh god, I, I miss my bounce back days when I was so young that I could just bounce back from any of that shit. I can still. Oh, I mean, you're I, still young, dude. You can't. You're. you're can you got do, another women eight nine years. I, 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 I'm not. I'm serious. You take a take. I, I can. I still have yet to find a woman that I can. You can take out party all night to whatever. She go to bed at five a.m. She's got to be at work at six. And I got go a couple homegirls move, move books and bricks and shit all. I got day. a couple homegirls and a stepsister who can. They might not be moving bricks, but they do. They will go they, hard. You know, but most of the time, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? You, like you I can, mean, I just recently hit a point where. I don't bounce back the same anymore. Where even up to like six months ago, I could still go fucking crazy hard, party, sleep two hours, wake up, go surfing at five in the morning, do all this shit. Now I'm like, fuck, I don't have that anymore. It just, I'm starting just to feel it. I I'm felt starting it, to feel it. You like still got a good eight or nine oh, years, I know, dude. But I'm You're starting good. to like. You can't think like that, though. You got to think positive. You got to think young, I brother. Know, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm starting to. F- all the people I hang out with are ten years older. All my best friends are ten years older than me, and what I know. So I'm sorry. You got to make some, you know what the movie is. I always had all older homies, but I always end up naturally making a, a like a younger homie of sorts that we would bring into the fold. But he was young, or a couple of young ones, and that's good for you. It, not only to pass the torch, but you keep that young energy, right? Yeah. That way you don't. Like, dude, I got friends younger than me that want to play old man on the porch. I'm oh, like, bro, yeah. you're fucking five years younger than me. You're like, don't, they're like, come on, Snake Man, grow up. I'm like, yo, grow down, bro, grow down. You don't have to, I, I'm I'm in my mid-30s, and I'm still living life. You're only 30. Why are you fucking acting like you're 50? No, Enjoy yeah. things. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you're not that tired. No. You're not that overworked. It's not that bad. Do you want to sit on your porch drinking a beer, like fucking cutting the grass? Like, and and shit. I'll, ne- I'll never be at that point. Yeah. Because I, I, I'm... I'll, You're an I'll, act, I'll, dude. I'll, you know, I'll be in the music business the rest of my life as a merch guy because there's nothing else I can do. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be stuck. But I mean, doing you, labor you can, like that, things like that keep you kind of youthful though because it's such an active. Game. I think if you stay active, you will. You can. And this sounds redundant. The more active you are, the more active you will be. And people who don't do things for a little while or don't get active, it's very hard to get active, right? Like, oh, if you, you know, like, you work oh, out, yeah. but you exercise all the oh, time, right? Day, so, God, that means you're going to exercise for the rest of your life. Imagine you're 34, now you want to start exercising. That's just going to be so hard. You're going to be so lame because you and never did then it before. Gonna, it's going to be hard to motivate exactly. you. Exactly. If you oh, stay yeah. physically active, not just weights or gyms, but running, sports, some shit, or the, oh, certain just jobs. walking you're or just whatever, walking. You And know? that's what motherfuckers don't be walking. People just will, like... Dude, why do y'all... Come on, man, walk. This is easy. It's healthy. It's mentally good. It'll fucking burn calories, dude. Fucking walk. I was just, like... I just, like, went... You know, Stop a, taking the escalators. That's, that's fucking exactly. bitches. Dude, escalators are lazy. shit all the time. So what I, 
what I'll do, take the stairs. what I'll do is like, I'll, uh, walk if, this I'm, if I'm going to go somewhere or whatever, I'm at the hotel, I'll look at oh, where I got to go and I'll go, no, I'm going to go take the stairs. Or, Dude, it's, it's work. It's exercise. Ubering, I'm going to go walk the half mile to go half to the mile, store or whatever. Yeah. The, like, yeah. I'm not going to, I don't, I, I, I look at it like this, like whenever like I'm walking the merch to like earlier tonight, I was walking the merch and I go, Oh, I'm going to take the long way just to get the extra yeah, steps in, you know, dude. like just, I always look forward to that. Not? I got bags on my back. Now if I got like three bags and they're big and heavy, maybe I will because of that. But like most of them, even with a couple bags, I'm walking up the stairs. I'm, I'm walking fast up them sometimes. You know, those, uh, those like conveyor belt kind of like, Parallel oh, escalators yeah. and airports. Yeah. I don't stand on those. I walk on it though, so I can get there faster. But I'm still fucking walking because I need to get where oh, I gotta I go quick. All the time, Yo, yeah. If I have to go up an escalator, if that's my only choice, I fucking walk it. <laughs> I do too, Dude. all the time. And you know, like you know, who doesn't you know who takes the escalator and doesn't take the fucking stairs? Fucking out of shape people. Uh, the people, yeah, out of shape people. Who they, drinks diet coke? Yeah. Fucking, you ever see a skinny person drink diet coke? No, but fat people. Hell, no. If you if you're trying to lose weight, don't drink any fucking soda. Diet coke is a fucking scam. Yeah, it's a bullshit. If you're going to drink that shit, get all the flavor and drink the fucking regular one and uh, skip the aspartame that'll fucking That's murder right. your brain, bro. And Or if you really don't want to fucking have liquid calories and sugar, water. Drink some fucking water, dude. I, You know, I, it's, I have this kind of thing to where... If, every once in a while, I'll fucking crave a soda. But yes, I, right. but, I do too, But, but I won't drink it. Here's what I'll do. I'll open it, and then I'll take like Couple two sips and swigs, and then I'll just pour the rest oh, of the fucking thing out. But that's all a, I needed. I had a burger for lunch today, and I wanted to have a Coke with the burger. I had a can of Coke. I had half of it because once the burger was gone, I didn't want it anymore. I just wanted to complement that for like a nostalgic flavor, and I tossed it out. I don't need that much. Be drinking like four Cokes a day drink and big gulps. Like oh, Disgusting. Dude. There's nothing grosser than a big gulp. No fucking problem. Sorry. We're not judging you guys. It's okay if you like big gulps, but it's really not because that shit will kill you. It's just really American and really convenient of you Yo, to do that. Nothing gets my dick softer than a girl who won't drink water. She thinks water is gross. Like, oh, it's water. It's water. Yeah, I'm like, what do you want to drink? Diet fucking Pepsis and margaritas? That'd get me pretty gross. It's gross, dude. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. You want a Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper.